Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way, we bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 489 cognitive dissonance. Cecil, Yeah, we are creeping ever closer uh-huh. to that magical, that mythical 500, my friend. We got something big planned for 500, it turns out. We are going to have special guests in studio. Um, we are going to be having the uh, Puzzle and Thunderstorm crew in studio with us, but that's not it. The big news is, is that for our 500th show, yes, we're going to be having a pizza party for our patrons. Now we can't get hosting. We can't give a pizza party to all our patrons because we have a lot of patrons. That would be baller. That would be amazing. It'd be amazing. That would be baller. And if we had an infinite, no, it still wouldn't work. The the money doesn't work out (laughs) no matter how you do that. Yeah. No. We're not Jeff Bezos. (laughs) But what we can do is we can invite 30 patrons to Chicago on December 7th. And we will uh, have a pizza party with them. Now, we have a lot of patrons. We have a lot of patrons. And we are pretty sure that 30 is going to be sold out if we were to just release those tickets. They would just immediately sell out. Sell out? What's the cost, Cecil? It'll be free, turns out. What a great deal. Like you, you can't lose. <laughs> you can't afford not to go, right? So, uh, so it's hundred percent free. We're going we're to be giving our patrons uh, pizza, beer, wine, soda, if they want. If they're non-alcoholics they drink booze yeah. um they can, can have water they can drink water i guess um tap water here in chicago is delicious it turns out it's weird um and uh and we're gonna be giving them free shirts and they're gonna be showing up we're gonna have a great time it's gonna be we're gonna keep it small and there's a couple reasons why we're keeping it small one is getting a giant venue is tough here in chicago but two tom and i want to actually have a chance to talk to people there yeah um if we were to get a 50 60 70 80 or even 100 people to show up at a place Chances are the most we could do is be like, hey, thanks for coming. Yeah. Then it's like you're it's like a wedding, right? Yeah. You're like, hey, so glad to see you. Thanks for coming. Shake my hand. I gotta go yeah. anyway. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That's not what you guys want. It's That's really, not what you signed up to. It's really for. not. So what we want to make sure to do is make sure to maximize time, hang out with people. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna open up a lottery this week. It's going to be posted for patrons. So if you're a patron, you got access to it. If you're not a patron, you don't get access to it. Unless you became a patron. I mean, you could become a patron. Wow. That would be crazy. But if you became a patron this week, you would see on the patron notes for this episode, there's a link. It's a link to a Google form. You're going to type in a few things that we need to know about you, your name, your patron name, your patron email, your shirt size, things like that. And uh, we are going to be selecting 30 people from that group. And uh, we are actually going to be doing a random lottery. 
So if you're a brand new patron or if you're an old patron, chances your chances are equal in this yeah. particular thing. We're going to take everybody at a certain date. And the date's going to be sometime in November. We're not sure exactly when that's going to be. Um, probably early November. We're going to say the lottery stops. And when the lottery stops, we're going to go through and select uh, randomly... 30 people and those people are going to get invites to come to Chicago and, uh, and hang out. So make sure that the weekend's free for you. Yeah, right. You know, you don't want to be like, Oh, I signed up, but then like something else came up, like make sure the weekend's free for you and, uh, and make sure you can get to Chicago. But if you get to Chicago, you get to eat pizza, drink beer on us, hang out not only with us, but the puzzle guys will be there too. Uh, and it'll be a great time. So we're going to post it on this week's show notes. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't wait to have the inevitable 900 conversations about pizza at the pizza party. We should probably bring some other controversial food items. We'll think about it. As yet. We'll see. To be determined, Cecil. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe apples. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you know what we should do is we should just have Korean cookies. We should just have an apple tasting party. <laughs> I'll just hand around different apples. But yeah, it's going to be a great time. So check it out on this week's show notes, patrons. Um, we want to thank you guys for 500 episodes. We want to thank you guys sincerely for sticking with us. Uh, you guys are the reason that everything happens here. And so we want to do a little something for you. So uh, sign up for the pizza party if you're going to be in Chicago on the 7th of December. It's going to be a great time. If you're a grown adult who needs to yell at a child for some reason, the Greta Thunberg helpline is here to tolerate you. She's just fueling needless anxiety. She's making the end of the world sound like it's the end of the world. All right, Cecil. So this week we've got to talk about Greta Thunberg. She's the um, activist, the climate change activist, 16 years old, spoke at the UN Climate Change Summit. Yeah. Um, really amazing, amazing young lady. Yeah. Like That was an impassioned speech. Yeah. We talked about her last week. Yeah. She is an outstanding human being and she is fucking fearless. Yeah. Like absolutely fearless. And what, one of the things that's amazing is that her position as a young, as a young person allows her to really speak truth to power in a way that... Um, is genuine and in a way that is bounded by uh, no political constraints, no worries about repercussion. She's sure. just a young person able to sort of speak her mind. And yeah. when I say no repercussion, I mean, that would be the ideal world. Yeah. Where somebody, where a young person could give an impassioned speech in front of the fucking UN about one of the most pressing issues globally facing us. Yeah. Or... Or, or, or the right could attack her personally yeah. without ever once addressing her ideas or ever once addressing yeah. the points that she made. I think one of the things that I've seen the most is, you know, why are you guys following a 16-year-old? Why are you following a 16-year-old? And, and the response to that is the easy response is no one's following her. And in fact, she doesn't want us to follow her. No. What she wants is, what she did when she came to talk to Congress was drop a science uh, study on the desk and say, read the fucking thing. When she talked to everybody at, at the UN, she didn't say, follow me. She said, do something about this. Yeah. This is your job. Right. Do something about this. She's not saying, follow me. She didn't come with like a 15 fucking step plan. She came with numbers, right? She did come with numbers and she said, you got to fucking lower some shit by a lot because you're, you're shooting for 50% and 50% doesn't guarantee my lifetime. Right. You know, so you need to do better than that. She did come with numbers, but she certainly didn't come with a fucking plan. Yeah. She, she's not like, oh right. yeah. Right. Well, here's what I, I, Greta, I have this big fucking plan. No, she's just like pleading with adults to not 
fucking have such a horror hanging over her head. She didn't Elizabeth Warren that shit. Yeah. She didn't show up well, with yeah, like, you're right. you know, here are my policies. And, yeah. you know, I would remind the world, when the world says like, you know, why are you following a 16-year-old? I would remind the world, Doogie Hauser was 16. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Doogie Hauser, <laughs> MD. You're right. MD. 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 Was 16. Webster was... <laughs> Webster was like 41. Webster was like 60. And he was very small. So, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, yeah. I would follow Doogie Hauser. I'm just saying. I Yeah. Says MD. Yeah. So, um, so Laura Ingram uh, decided, well, you know, what do I got to do? I got, there's a lot of ideas here. And some of them are scary. So, let's attack the person with the ideas rather than the ideas themselves. Sure. Like, all... Honest intellectual people do. Well, like whenever you're scared of an idea, find out who said that idea and hurt them. I don't have any problem attacking a person. Like it doesn't matter. Well, I, I do it all the time, yeah. right? I do it all the time. So it doesn't matter to me that he attacks, that she attacks the person. Like she can do what she likes. But what, what gets me is the hand waving that she's using here. She, she's saying like, look at, look at this little girl. She is, doesn't she look like it's going to be children of the climate change next? And she plays a clip from children of the corn, a piece, by the way, that is clearly rooted in the biblical narrative, right? Where oh, they're yeah. like, Oh, like, I know. Like there's like, like there, that movie is about a religious cult gone <laughs> wrong. Hey, Jesus, not a fucking crazy. It's Jesus. No, it's called, Jesus it's just cult. Jesus. All the names are Jeebus names. Yeah, they're like all, all the kids. It's like Jebediah and, and Micah and Malachi. Stabby and, McGee yeah. and shit. Like, McGee. I don't know if that's in there. Stabby but. McGee's the one who put Jesus on the cross. <laughs> <laughs> or he's the one who stabbed him while he's he was Pontius's out there. buddy. He's the one who poked him right. with the thing and le made him leak <laughs> for a little while. But, uh, but the, uh, you know, he, she's saying this and it's like, first off, you don't understand that movie's making fun of religious people who is like your base. Okay, so that's number right. one. But number two is, you know, you're passing what she's saying off as sort of a, a cultish thing. And it's like, it's not a cult. All you'd have to do is spend 10 minutes reading about it and you would understand that that's not a cult. It's it's a consensus of, you know, hundreds, thousands of scientists all saying the same thing. It's it's not a, it's no, not, there's no not, cult. Yeah, right. uh, there's no cult. It's a cult of reality. Yeah, well, and the problem is, is that they want to pass it off as, laughable. They want to pass it off as, as, oh, that's not a thing that's, that's happening. Oh, that's a, they, they I, I cannot believe that there are still deniers, especially after Alaska has been on fire for ever this entire right. year, right? They've had hottest a, five years. Hot, on yeah. A, a hottest. And then also look at Australia, how like, like fucking horses are dying in the There's fields. There's no more like Arctic ice cap. They're just like melted. Like everything yeah. is fucking yeah. melted at right. this point. And it's, but, but they, they are still, they are still calling it a fantasy. They're still denying it. And I, I just don't know what the fucking benefit of that is. Right. Other than to just be right. Other than to just say I'm right and you're wrong, I don't know what the benefit of it is. I just I because there's no way I can't imagine that she's like pocketing money from like a big oil or something like I that. I think I think this is at the heart of conservatism itself, which is to resist change. Right, that's the heart of conservatism. Sure, sure. I think, and I think that that's a mindset that some people have that yeah. that is deeply rooted in in some processes, some cognitive processes, which are not. Subject to 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 scrutiny. I yeah. really I really think that that's the case. Yeah. Um. You know, you said like we make fun of people all the time. We do because they have bad ideas. Sure. There's a difference here. Yeah. Like being dismissive of an idea because the person who said it 
is is the wrong person to have said the idea. That's a that's a stupid fucking way to think oh, your sure. way through the world. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's and that's that's what's happening here. It's like we're well, this person's sixteen, so they don't deserve my time and energy. Well, okay, well, what do they say? Well, they brought this report written by a bunch of people who have fucking doctorates in yeah. this. Oh, yeah. well, the report. You, you, but the problem is that if you dismiss the report because of the messenger who handed it to you, yeah. you never got to the report. Sure, sure. That's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. But conservatives have a mindset by nature. It's the, it's the heart of conservatism to hold on to things, sure. to be resistant sure. to change. Yeah. If you attach science to a personality and then attack the personality, then yeah. you've de facto attacked the science. Right. That's not true at all because it's yeah. not how facts and science and reality work. Sure. But- if, if you are the kind of person who conflates ideas with facts because they're two different things, yeah. and if you conflate ideas with facts with people, then the easiest thing to do is to go after the people. Yeah. At this point, they're saying something like, we're going to reach, if we don't do anything, eight years is when the tipping point is over. It's like, that's it, period. And then there's no point eight in Eight years. Anything. Eight years is if you don't do anything. And if you start doing stuff really, really hardcore, you might be able to push that out farther and farther and farther and farther. You've already reached tipping points that we've never reached before. So it's already a new normal, right? There's already sure, a new normal. Right, yeah. We're not going back yeah, to the 60s. You're not going back right. to, to, to where the way it used to be. Right. So you've got to, but you've got to, you've got to try to, to, to halt it as best you can, as quickly as you can. Um, and, and there's no push whatsoever at all in our government to do that. The world needs to say, all right, here's the deal. No more town halls, no more conversations. This is an emergency. We're doing this FDR style. The world is on fire. Everything is broken. It's got to get fixed. So we're just going to do some shit now. Yeah. Everybody gets on board the fucking train. Yeah. It's big projects. It's big ideas. You're either with us or you can fucking shut the fuck up. Emergency measures all aboard. Like, here we go. Because if it is eight years, yeah. if, that's, if that's the case, if it's eight years, we're not getting shit done in the next 18 months. Yeah. No, you're you're cutting it off for between you know, now and so then. It's six and a half years. Yeah, six and a half years. You don't yeah. have eight years. And if you made the decision to do something, you still got to fucking put a hammer to nail. Yeah. You still got to do the work. Yeah. So you don't have six and a half years. Now you got three. Yeah. Two. It takes time yeah. to physically. We're not do the, the only thing. ones who do stuff. Yeah, I know. You know it's what just, I mean? Like we're not the only ones who do stuff. So maybe we lose eighteen months, but there's people all over the world that can act on. Yes. Yeah. Everybody needs to set their. Yeah. Everybody needs to act like their ass is on fire. Yeah. One of the things that this lady says, this Laura Ingram says, she says, um, I can't wait for Stephen King's sequel, Children of the Climate. Now, now the left, if they ever get in power, will simply use the excuse of climate change to reward their friends. Reward their friends what? Not dying in a fucking a climate apocalypse? Like what the fuck reward are you? Big government contract. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's they're just talking about like money. Money. I, because that's what she would do. Right, right. Right? Because like, they can't conceive of a world where you look at the greater good. Yeah. Where you say like, yeah, you know what? Like I, Cecil, it's a great story that you've got a company that builds widgets, but you don't build fucking solar panels. Fuck your widget company. I'm buying solar panels. They, they can't conceive of a world where we're just not shilling all the time. Yeah, where we're yeah, not like yeah. hucking and, yeah. and, and, and trying to grind for the fucking next buck. Yeah. Because the entire world for these people is about grinding for the dollar. I'll tell you, Greta at this conference was basically saying like, like, look, you can't be looking at it like this. You can't be talking about this like everything has to be about economic growth. You can't be having that conversation that's, you know, 
And we can't be having that conversation that everything's about economic growth. The problem is, is that we're in a shareholder mentality and we've been in a shareholder mentality for way too long. And it's ruined this planet. It's literally ruined this planet. Teen climate activist Greta Thunberg lashed out at world leaders Monday during the UN Climate Action Summit. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction, and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? All right, well, a little more climate change, Cecil. This story is from Right Wing Watch. Uh, Robert Jeffress? Jeffress? What the fuck kind of name is Jeffress. Jeffress? We've had him on the show before, but he's actually talking to Todd Starnes. Oh, my. Nobody should talk to Todd Starnes. That's actually kind of a tongue twister. It is, a little bit. So this is uh, guest Dr. Robert Jeffress on the Todd Starn Show. It's on Fox Nation. I just got back from the UN to hear our tremendous president give a blockbuster speech on religious liberty. I mean, it was absolutely tremendous. The only thing more fun than listening to him is listening to the liberals whine about that he had the audacity to skip the climate summit. Uh, and, you know, I tell people, Todd, all the... Did you see him walk in though? Oh my God. You see him walk in and like Grata giving him that look. She stank eyed him so hard. Holy (laughs) shit. She looked daggers at him. Stared daggers at that guy. Oh, it was awesome. That dude's such a douchebag. He rolls in there like he fucking owns the place. Like there's actually shit going on. He's just like, Brother, here's yeah. me. I'm the fucking. Well, uh, you remember when he first got in and he grabs that one guy from like Montenegro by and, and like pulls, pulls him, him behind back him so he can go out forward. Or, oh, God. It's the disgusting. Worst. The time, I mean, this president is brilliant. I mean, he decides to skip attending a session on an imaginary crisis, climate change. And see, an imaginary see, they, crisis. They don't think it's real. I know. They don't think it's real. I know. Well, they, the thing is that like, if it's real, it calls into question for the religious idiots. It calls into question all the core beliefs, right? So if climate change is real, then in their mind, all those dominoes start to fall. It's the problem they have with evolution. And I've always thought it was really funny because it's like, it's not hard to imagine a world where they can coexist. Yeah. Where where you can have, oh, well, you know, God just started it this way. But, you know, because they're literalists. Yeah. Because they have no flexibility in their metaphor. Right. They've painted themselves into this terrible intellectual corner. It's the literalists that have the problem. The the watchmaker ones or whatever are the ones who can adapt a little bit and make their God feel a little more like a watchmaker. It's better. Right. You know what I mean? Because if you're like, if you're like, yeah, he just started, started the spinning and now it's up to us and he, and he started evolution, but that was after that, that just went with the way it went, whatever. That's, that, that's. Actually, there's a lot of people, a lot of religious people believe evolution is true. You know, right. A lot of religious people believe evolution is true. It's just that the nutters, the, the the literalists are the ones that are like, no, there was a boat and there's uh-huh. a lot of stuff on that boat. And <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah. They put a tortoise from the Galapagos Island on a boat in the Middle East. With a polar bear. Huh. <laughs> he say, you say that one more time out loud. Oh, he didn't put a polar bear on. He only put one 
kind. So a bear, oh, one bear, and yep. then the bears left. And within 2,000 years, they all became different bears. Wait a minute. So when you have an animal which undergoes a series of physical changes. They do believe that. I know. They believe in what they call microevolution, right? Yeah, they believe right? in it. Yeah, because remember the short-necked right. short giraffes yeah. we saw at the Ark Park? Oh, yeah, they started off short and stumpy. A little stumpy there. And then they got then they, taller yeah. to match the fossil record. I mean, because yeah. it was... <laughs> <laughs> that place is amazing. My favorite was the shellless turtle, and it took us a while to figure out oh, what it was. Yeah, the because we thought it was a puma. Or yeah. we're like, is that a puma monster? We didn't know what it was. I just, I just stared at it laughing. I couldn't stop a laughing. Weird turd marsupial. I didn't it know was what it so was. Weird. And then, and then finally, we realized it was a turtle without a shell. Like yeah. it got off, and it was like, Jesus, I feel naked. <laughs> I need to go to the store and buy something. And they just <laughs> somehow found a shell. I don't know. Well, they can't even be heroes on the half shell without it. <laughs> can't be you know, <laughs> heroes. We're all squishy. Yeah. It's not <laughs> somebody, as good a song. Somebody swings and hits one of them in the like with a nunchuck in the stomach and just <laughs> oh, oh, that oh, smarts. Oh, that hurts. I gotta grow a shell. Oh, oh, oh I think you broke her. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> oh, I quit. I quit. You can just oh, do whatever you want, Shredder. God. Whatever you need to do, Shredder. You just do what you need to do. I am not going to oppose you anymore. Generary crisis climate change and instead he chooses to lead his own conference on a very real problem global persecution i mean todd what he came to the u.n climate change summit to lead his own summit on a different topic yeah <laughs> that's what you just like what just even if i believe that your fucking imaginary persecution complex bullshit uh. was something that should be addressed like time and a place motherfucker it's like starting your own book club in a book club right <laughs> I'm going to do a DVD club at your book club. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? This is why you don't get invited places. Uh, what president can you think of in either party who would have the guts to snub the UN like that and stand up for what's right? It's a, why yeah. is that good? Why is that a good thing? What president would thumb his nose at the entire international community? Well, anyone who's not good at diplomacy. Yeah, right? Like, what the fuck? What's the benefit of that? Like, I Like, here's the thing, right? Even if I even if I thought that you know like somehow Trump is is good or whatever at, at what he does, what the fuck is the positive? What's the positive of walking into a giant room of people and being like suck my dick, bitches, <laughs> boom, and then fucking dumping on a desk? What's the point? You don't just stay home. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you don't have to go somewhere and be a douchebag. Just be a douche. Everybody knows you're a douchebag. You're from New York for Christ's sake. <laughs> Everybody knows. So just stay home, fucker. Like you don't have to go there and be an asshole and like be an asshole to somebody's face. Right. You don't have to do that. Like that doesn't help us anyway. I don't know. Like, like does your fucking, does your paycheck go up by a dollar? Cause he's an asshole at the UN. Wait, what, yours didn't? What mine, the I checked mine. What the fuck possible <laughs> thing could it be? Well, to alienate all the world's leaders. Maybe he watched too many reruns of Boy versus World and was like, I'd like to be that boy. Yeah. I'd like to be versus the versus world. He is. Like, yeah. At this point. At this point. At this point, the only people we're not versus are our lifelong enemies. Look, it's a fair point you raise. And um, this whole global warming tree hugging fiasco, I mean, there's just, again, nothing to it. And as you point out, they may as well hold a commission hearing on the tooth fairy or Bigfoot. <laughs> Sasquatch. And, yeah, yeah, and look, nobody's arguing. Look at how fucking smug, smug he just looked when he looked around like, ha ha, Sasquatch. And then he like turns to the camera like, oh, I just made a funny. That is a ridiculous human being. Like he is so happy with himself despite looking like that. This looks like a guy who needs help carrying a gallon yeah, of milk. Right. 
Yeah. Like, that's what he looks like. Looks like the kind of guy who writes his own name in his underwear. <laughs> we ought to take care of the environment. I mean, uh, Genesis 1 and 2, we need to cultivate the earth and, and keep it. But God said he created the environment to serve us, uh, not for us to serve. It's like you said, it's like you said, they're, they're, this would, this would up, upset the apple cart. Yeah. And so it, it ruins their whole narrative. And so now they've got to say, well, there isn't anything happening, even though like, like you can't stand outside for more than X amount of time or whatever <laughs> in certain parts of the world. Well, yeah, remember yeah. like the, the thing is like climate change brings about incredible extremes too, yeah. like flooding and droughts and like the crazy fucking winters we've the been cold. having. Like, like we were saying, like you were saying, like we had warnings this last winter not to talk outside. Yeah. Because yeah. it was so cold. Yeah. Talking was dangerous. There was a part last year. There was a part last year because nobody here is prepared for it. Now, if we were prepared for it, it wouldn't be that big a deal. But none of us are here are prepared for it. We don't have those um things that you plug your car in. Like we don't have those like plug your car in overnight right. the type block of heaters. things. The block heaters and the things that just yeah. like make sure that everything goes like so it's not you can get in in the morning and not die, right. you know? Right. So, um, so we don't have those here. And so, or we have, you might have them, but very few of them. Right. Um, you have to dust them out every few years. Cause before every few years was what, when it would, when it, when you would need it, you wouldn't need it every year. You yeah, know, there'd be right. a mild dish winter. You get a lot of snow here and there, but it wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be a million below zero. Right. This last year, there was several days where it was below, like ridiculous below zero and below zero to the point where. You were saying like none of you own a couple cars. None of your cars. None started, of my cars would start. And yeah. and you had to get like extra like batteries and try to get places. And it was just an impossibility to to do anything. Yeah. There's other places in the world. I was looking at. It was like India this year had this heat wave that was absolutely oh murderous my this it year. Was terrible. It was India terrible. Yeah. That's a different kind and of the terrible. Thing, the thing is, is like it's not like they're not used to hot. It's just so hot that that was like. It was like beyond their comprehension where they're like, no, this is really fucking hot. And Australia too, it gets hot down there all the time, but it's getting so hot that it's like getting unbearable. Yeah. And you're going to get to a point where like literally you can't, like you won't be able to like live outside for several days or weeks at a time in certain places of the world. That's yeah. just going to be a true statement. You're just not going to be able to do it. It'll be like that Twilight Zone episode where we're getting closer and closer to the sun. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just like heating up to the point of, where your body just can't do it anymore. Yeah, your body just won't be able to yeah. do it. Yeah, once you get to a certain point, your body's like, fuck it. And there's only so much like refrigeration we can do, right? There's only so much of that that we can do. Well, and that causes problems. Yeah. Like, like that accelerates therm everything. Thermodynamics is such that like you can't make cold without making more heat. Yeah. Yeah. That's just how that yeah. works. Right. So, yeah serve the environment. And look, you know, this uh, Greta Thunberg, the 16-year-old, she was warning today about the mass extinction of humanity. Somebody needs to read poor Greta, Genesis chapter 9, and tell her next time she worries about global warming, just look at a rainbow. That's God's promise that the polar ice... Oh, my So you know God. what, Greta? Here's the thing. A fairy tale is going to save you. Yeah. A fairy tale is going to save you. A grown man just told a, a young girl that a fairy tale is going to save her. Well, and it's funny because she called out, using those terms, she called out the fairy tale of eternal economic growth. Yeah. Right? And that's what this guy's protecting. Like, he's protecting, I think, his worldview. But I think the reason he's on the Todd Starnes show and the reason the conservatives want to push back against this is they want to protect a an economic engine that they've sunk all their fucking money into. Yeah. They have they have all their money tied up, you know, collectively speaking. They have all their money tied up in an economy that looks like this. Sure. 
And if the economy changes and starts to look like that instead, well, all their investments go to shit. Yeah. You know, none of that, none of that makes any sense anymore. Well, I can't have that. Yeah. So instead of it, instead of saying, well, that's not going to work for me and I might lose some money and maybe I made some decisions that were short term and not long. Instead of acknowledging that, what we'll do is pretend that it's not real. We'll deny the reality of the world because it's incompatible, just like the Christians. It's incompatible with our fundamental tenet, with, 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 with the very way that we look at the world and think about who we are in it. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so narcissistic. It's unbelievable. Well, I just... The I, world doesn't operate the way I think it does because I don't like it. I can't believe that there's so many people out there that believe this stuff and that are, uh, you know, that, 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 that would totally deny the science like that. I think that they're just brainwashed by this group of people, right? By the conservatives. They're just brainwashed in a sense that they're just like, oh, well, you know, and they think we're brainwashed. Like, that's the thing is they think we're the suckers. Of course. We are yeah, the suckers right. because they've, they've figured it all out. But it's, it's just, you're right. It's just a few people that are making a shit ton of this money. Because most of the people who believe this stuff or that are denying it, they're not making any money off of this. They don't care about this no, in that right. sense. Like I say, you're not going to get any extra money off of it. But what you will do is you will get support of all the people who are, and they will push your narrative as far as they can. And they want to make sure that you're like, whoever is on their side is hearing this stuff and is denying it just as much as everybody else. I, I know people who are hardcore conservatives. Years ago, they watched Al Gore's movie mm -hmm. and they changed their mind. They became people who were like, no, global warming is a real thing. Global warming is a real thing. But years of this sort of thing has changed their mind again. And so now they're in the- Now they're back? They're back in they're the hoax. They're back in the denial? in the hoax stage. Ugh. But they were for years not because they had their mind changed by a movie and then they they didn't again. I say, my, my, my contention is watch Chasing Ice with the sound off. You didn't even have to hear it. You just watch it. Just watch what happens. Watch, and then they'll just tell you this was this year and they'll show you what the ice looks like. And then they'll show you now and they'll be like, this is what the ice looks like. And you can't even see the ice. You know, you just look at a couple of pictures and you'll know. You'll know that it's a true thing. I mean, there's there's so much evidence out there. There's so much evidence for this. And there's a, such a consensus of this. You know, you're just a denialist if you don't say, if you think it's, if you think yeah, it's not you true. You don't get to use that word skeptic. Yeah, you're not a skeptic. No, there's no such denialist. thing. Yeah. <laughs> When the family tree has no branches. So Cecil, I love this story. This story is from pinknews.co.uk. Marching band trolls anti-LGBT university in the best possible way. So Baylor University is a private Christian college and they've got a don't touch the wrong bits policy, right? Like they've decided whose bits you're allowed to fuss with. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I wouldn't go to a school like that. I mean, I don't know why somebody would, but I mean, I think, you know. You know, there's plenty of like super conservative colleges like uh, BYU. Yeah. Super conservative. There's that Wheaton College here yeah. in Illinois. Yeah. That's a crazy religious school. Liberty University. Liberty University is Crazy one. religious. Yeah, yeah. There's a few of these things that, yeah. that are just, a nightmare. Yeah. Like, a, but I guess like maybe if you're just super, super sure you're not in the closet, I guess. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, this is not, this is not, I, I don't, you have to have a worldview that you and I are never going to I, I can't you know get I mean? there, right? Like the, no matter what, I can't get there. Like, it's like, it's like, you know, 
buying food at Chick-fil-A. Like, I won't do it. Like, I just won't do it. Right. I'm just like, I'm not going to go. Like, I know people are like, oh, the chicken is so good, though, man. It's so good. I'm like, the chicken could taste like fucking, it could taste like fucking orgasmic sex, and I wouldn't buy it. Right. I'd be like, sorry, not interested. Not, not hard I'll, pass. I'll do something else. I'll find something then else. Soft pass it's okay. in 20 minutes yeah, and hard pass. Yeah, it's fine. I'll just put, you just pour in like ranch dressing on yourself. <laughs> but seriously, like I'm not, yeah. I'm just not interested. So like, but, but I feel like there are some people out there that, you know, they can get there. There, you know, there's plenty of people who went and, you know, gave Chick-fil-A money when they, they did that day when they're like, everybody go to Chick-fil-A day to show your support. And they were lines out the door. Cause there's a bunch of people out, out in the world that want to say, we're, I'm allowed to hate gays too. God damn it. You can't take right. everything away from me. And so that's that's the type of person, and that's the type of person who's going to send their kid to Baylor. Yeah, well, you know, I, I was thinking too, like when you were talking, I was like, the, the part of the problem is isn't like, well, I'm not gay, so it doesn't matter. It's like I I care about how other people sure, are treated. Sure, like most of like as a, as a fucking heterosexual white male, like most of the world's going to give me a free yeah, pass on right, most things. Yeah. So when I get all fucking worked up, it's not because I've been aggrieved. Yeah, like typically, it's not because I've been aggrieved. It's because somebody else has been aggrieved unjustly, right? Sure. It is the unjustness of something which renders it incompatible with my morals that mm -hmm. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not, it doesn't have to happen to me. But there's like a whole like, there's like, there's a whole different way of thinking that like, if it doesn't affect me personally, then I don't care about it. Yeah. That's cancer. Mm -hmm. That is a cancerous way of thinking. Yeah. That's a way of thinking that has, that, that you cannot, you cannot be a good person and think that way. You can't. You you can't be a good person and not have empathy. Right. It's just impossible. You can't. Yeah. It's it is incompatible yeah, it's with just impossible. You can't have it. Yeah. So, but I think that that's the way a lot of people do operate. Yeah, they sure. operate their whether they think that way or whether and whether they operate that way or differently. Right. So they might think one way, but then when it comes to the hard decisions, it's going to be like, well, it doesn't affect me. And if it doesn't affect me, I won't be affected by it. In other words, I won't make hard choices. Oh, I got a, a a free ride to Baylor. Well, Baylor is a school that, you know, unjustly dis, you know, disqualifies LGBTQ people from attendance. And so, you know, they have a, well, yeah, but I got a free ride. Yeah. So free rides, a free ride. So I'm going to take that free ride because I will be better off and they're not discriminating sure. against sure. me. So many people would do that because when the rubber hits the road, yeah. it's about what's good for me not about what's actually right and wrong. And it, it's also too, I do find that people who are on that, like that spectrum, right? That do do that sort of thing. Yeah. They do pay more attention when they're exposed to it, right? So there are some people out there who will, you know, I got mine, I'm good, whatever. But if the, one of their kids comes out gay, it does start to change their mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, once they're personally affected by it, it changes their mind. Once their, their circle somehow has, you know, one of these people in it, they start to think about it differently. But it takes, it takes actual confrontation. It takes an actual, somebody's got to be in front of them in order for them to actually yeah. act on it. Because if not, they're always going to think of them as the other. They're always going to just throw, wave their hands and be like, I don't care about those people. I don't give a shit, you know? Yeah. And it's either I don't give a shit or I actively hate them, right? Those are the right. two options, right? But you got to personalize yeah, it, right? right? Yeah. You got to personalize yeah. it. Yeah, so this is pretty great. So Rice University, they have the Marching Owls, by the way. I think that's great band. Fucking name. great awesome. band name. Um, I would watch them if they were an industrial band. <laughs> I wouldn't just it's just not a owls. not just a like a like a, a fucking <laughs> uh, marching band. I right. would watch it if it was any kind of band. 
I would just watch a bunch of marching owls. I would too. Yeah. Like that would be an amazing. You thing could to train see. some owls to march. Like I now I want a series yeah. of march. Like I, I want David Attenborough to narrate it. So when they paraded onto the field in Houston, um, they waved a whole shit ton of pride flags, non-binary flags, um, at a football game between the schools, and then they played fucking YMCA. It's fucking killer. I. Just take that, you fucking bigots. By the way, YMCA by a marching band sounds amazing. I'm going to play the clip here. I think it sounds great. That's oh, amazing. I think so it good. sounds good too. So they crushed it. They crushed it. And those people are running around the field. They're filling in the eye and the, they're spelling pride. They spell pride out on yep. the field. So yeah, absolutely killer. This is the kind of, this is the way to do it, right? Yeah. Like make, make people feel embarrassed for not taking the yes. high road. Yes, absolutely. You know, yeah. make people feel yeah. ashamed that they are unwilling to sacrifice for themselves yeah. when they, yeah. you, you don't have a moral structure if you're not willing to eat a yeah. little shit. Yeah. If you're not willing to take a little pain, yeah. a little self, a little sacrifice, yeah. if it doesn't ever cut into you, that's not a moral structure. Sure. You're just doing whatever you like because it's convenient. Yeah. yeah, That's all you're doing. Yeah. And then you're just having a high road theoretical conversation. That makes you a liar. You got you to gotta be able to be willing to like put your fucking money where your mouth's Sure, at. sure. Yeah. And this is, well, you know, they're on their home field here. So it's not a big deal in right. that sense. But at the same time, like they're making that other team feel weird. That's yeah. for damn sure. Yeah. And uh and I They didn't love, make any friends. Yeah, absolutely not. And you know, it's 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 either gonna make them cringe and feel bad, or you know, maybe it'll make them maybe it'll snap one or two of them and be like, Man, what the fuck am I doing here? Like this, if they if I'm gonna go places and they're gonna protest, I'm not anti-gay. I just play for right, play for this dumb college. The other thing I wonder too is, are they gonna treat this now as the new they kneeled before a game. So now they're not going to watch oh. college ball because they did a pride thing in the ah. middle. China has total respect for Donald Trump's very, very large brain. They call her Pocahontas. I am the chosen one. You are fake news. Okay. I am the least racist person. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. To come her. Grab him by the pussy. Stop it. All right, Tom, this week in Trump, I'm going to read a couple of stories here, read a couple of ideas oh, is off there, Is there to something couple, going on? Just just a few, not, not a lot, really. It's it's pretty average week. So earlier in the week, before everything sort of broke, um, there's a tweet about Greta Thunberg, and it's uh, I'll, we'll read the tweet in a few minutes, but it's, it's Trump's tweet to her, um, and it quotes, it sort of shows an image of her giving a speech um, at the U.N., uh, Trump calls on nations to reject globalism and embrace nationalism. But then something sort of weird happened. Um, there's this there's this country, I don't know if you've heard of Ukraine. I don't know if you've heard of it. No, so, you know, lately, a, no. Yeah, it's a so, weird, it's what? a weird, tiny little place <laughs> far, far away that is of no consequence, except that the president probably withheld aid as a way to garner political favors from a foreign government a day after the Mueller trial. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have two more to read, All though. Right. I have All two right. more to read. Okay. Um, three more, actually. Trump uh, uh, basically changed his tune then about whether or not he withheld aid and why he did. He also threw his vice president under the bus 
And at one point he said he would like to kill a spy. <laughs> so <laughs> go ahead, Tom. Boy, yeah. is that all that happened all. this week? That's all. It, was, it wasn't a lot. Oh, and uh, by the way, we've started impeachment proceedings and we had the House also interviewed um, uh, Joseph McGuire, who's the acting director of national intelligence. They also interviewed him. And, uh, and uh, so there's been a lot going on. Impeachment proceedings, huge deal. Um, but not, I mean, it's, it's a huge deal in the sense that it probably should have happened a lot sooner, um, but it's actually happening, which is a big deal in comparison to what happened before, which was we kind of knew that he did pretty much the same thing with Russia, but we didn't do anything about it. Yeah, I think, you know, I've listened to a bunch of podcasts about this and I've read a fair number of articles. And one of the things that keeps coming up is the Ukraine story is just simpler for the people, simpler for the American people. Because the story goes a little something like this. He got on the phone with the newly elected president of the Ukraine and said, hey, uh, we're real important. We help you more than anybody else helps you. Meanwhile, he's withholding a, an amount of aid is worth about $500 million. Yeah, I mean, this Ukraine's yeah. a tiny country. Yeah. Like their whole gross domestic- I mean, They're a domestic, big country, but they're a small population. Economically, yeah, yeah. they're the poorest country yeah. in Europe. Okay. So they're, 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 they're a poorer country than Mon- Monrovia or whatever. Like they're a tiny little country. Their whole GDP is measured in the tens of billions. So $500 million is a huge, sure. it is a massive sum of money. And it's military aid. And it's important. It's military aid because- yeah. They're at like they're at risk of being taken yeah. over at any minute, they like are, right now they by are, Russia. They are frenemies with Russia right now. Yeah, and <laughs> hard without the fr- on the yeah, front. Yeah, there's of that, no right? fra in front um, of that. It, yeah, things are not going well. Yeah, Russia's been uh, doing a cyber campaign against them for years, and well, yeah, they've, they've occupied. And they've Ukrainian occupied part of it, and they've they've done a lot it's of crazy crazy shit. There. Yeah. So $500 million worth of military aid is on the table. It's it's pulled back and paused. Then he has a conversation with him where he's like, hey, so nobody helps you as much as America helps you. Europe doesn't step in. It's pretty much just us. I need you to do me a favor yeah. and get in touch with my personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, and the Attorney General of the United States, a bar, and look into the corruption of my political enemy, Joe Biden's son. Those are things that happened this week, or the, the things that came out this week. Yeah, it, it happened in July. Yeah, it did. It happened, like, like you said, a the day, day after a day the Mueller report. The day after, yeah. Because he realized that there were no political consequences. That Well, the, this story is so much simpler. That's exactly it, too, is that he just realized he was, he's like, no, nobody can do anything to me. Yeah. I'm this fine. is the guy who said he could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and it'd work out. And for him. and this this particular thing, I love some of the shit that's happened because of this. Uh, they accidentally n- mailed emailed their talking points to Nancy Pelosi. Like <laughs> I don't know if you <laughs> I saw didn't this. Hear that. No. So the the Republicans, oh, God, the Republicans created they created a whole couple sheets of talking points about how we need to spin this conversation our direction. We need to make sure that this conversation is spun in our direction, and they spun it. But they also passed off these talking points and then she published them. She was just like, <laughs> oh, by the way, I got these. That's so, amazing. So they sent them to her on accident. I feel like she is going to eat their fucking lunch. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi is a sharp, sharp human being. And I, I feel pretty strongly like she's been sitting on her hands and been sitting on her hands and waiting for the big fuck up. This is the big fuck up. This is so hard. They, you know, like, and he came out and was like, all right, fine release some version of some some version of the call. No. And the call came out and you're like, 
Do you hear you? That's worse than we thought it was. It's so yeah. much worse. It's like, yeah. it's the mob. It's like, nice country got there. Be a shame if yep. something happened yeah. to it. Anyway, it you could rins. dig up some fucking dirt on my buddy here, huh? This fucking guy's gonna run against me. You better fucking find something about him or I ain't giving you your fucking money, huh? That's exactly it's it. It reads exactly just it. like that. Exactly it. Yeah. It's unreal yeah. that this is yeah. happening right now. It's yeah. like, you, you, all the people who are clamoring for impeachment are like, on a silver platter? Yeah. Really? Well, and the, the thing is, is like they supposedly did a, a sort of test the waters with the Senate and they found that if they did a, if they did a, a an anonymous ballot in the Senate, um, they would have enough. They would have the votes? They would have enough. Uh, um, yeah, I worry that Mitch McConnell will block the Senate from actually voting on it. Yeah, that's possible. Because he's such a, that's like, he's a fucking cock blocker extraordinaire. Yeah, like that's possible. his whole thing. And, you know, I, I do want to point out too, like during Watergate, like Nixon was reelected during Watergate. Like Watergate had broken and Nixon yeah. was reelected during that whole thing. So that scandal didn't, didn't stop him, him from yeah. being reelected. Yeah. So I don't want people to think like just because they're going through these impeachment proceedings and just because this stuff is is sort of coming to fruition now doesn't mean that it's going to cost him anything. And you still have to vote. Yeah, you still have to vote. And not only that, like, like, understand that most people who hear this that are his supporters don't think this is a big deal. Yeah, it might even rile the base. Yeah. It might even be like, oh, you're attacking my buddy just because he wants to have a buddy conversation with his counterpart in yep. Ukrainian. Yep. And, you know, I don't even think it changes the calculus too much if there was no quid pro quo. At the end of the day, asking a foreign leader yeah. to interfere into our domestic policy into and to help subvert yeah. the fucking election. That is, that's, what? Yeah. We can't allow that. Remember remember when, like, Obama was president? Pause and remember that. I know, just fondly. And and there was all these, like, oh, you know, he's in bed with the Muslim Brotherhood. Yeah, he's yeah. in bed with it. And that was, that was the, the, the fucking rallying cry of the right, right? Oh, my God, he's in bed with uh, foreign countries have a kind of sway over the politics of America that is unreasonable. He's asking, like, what's out loud and everything right now. Yeah. Do we not care about well, that? Well, we do. And we would have cared if it was Obama too. We would have we been like, have. what the fuck? Like, if there was any evidence was, at all. If there was any evidence at all. And the same thing goes for this Biden thing, right? I mm. Here's the thing. Like, if there's evidence, then I know that they've done some investigations in this already. At least several major news outlets yep. have already done investigations and haven't found anything, right? But if they did do an investigation and found something, great, who fucking cares? Like, I don't have any fuck. I'm not married to Biden. Right. I don't care. And I wouldn't care if it was Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders or any of the people that are in the top. If you're corrupt, if you're corrupted and you're shitty and they do an investigation on you and they find out you're an asshole and you were corrupted, then get rid of you. Yep. I don't fucking need you. I don't care. But I think there's a very big difference is like, like they only care about corruption. They only care about uh, people that do the wrong thing when it's the other side. They yeah. never care when it's their side. They're always constantly projecting. And then when it is somebody on our side, they're like, like, oh my God, you gotta get rid of him. What are you doing? What are you you yeah. gotta get rid of him. And then we're like, we agree. We're like, yeah, let's get rid of him. No, he's awful. Fucking yeah. he's, uh, he's corrupted or she's corrupted. Let's get rid of him. But then the moment something like that happens on their side, no. Oh, no, no, no. It's not that. It's not, not it. what you want. It's not what no. you want. Yeah. But I don't want any corruption. I want to investigate everybody. Wait, how much? And, and the thing is, is like, it turns out that People get mad when you say stuff like that. When you're like, no, I want to investigate Democrats. Fuck that. I don't want, 
I, I want zero corruption. That's right. what I want. Right. I want to reach fucking zero corruption. Yeah. And if I can't do, and I, and there's no way to do that by just protecting my side all the time, because then that empowers them to do shit like this, because they think that when they're in power, they can do this shit. Yep. Should never fucking come like that. It should always be that you're always looking over your shoulder because you're going to get fucked if you do this. That's how it should always be. But instead- we're, we're starting to get to this point where we're starting to protect our own side. There's this weird tribalism going, I don't want to protect my own side. I want my own side to work for me. I don't want to work for it. Yep. Yeah. You know, the, the, the whole issue about whether or not Biden acted improperly is entirely, and this is important, is separate from whether Trump acted improperly. Oh, yeah. Right? 100%. I don't care if Biden flew on an airplane to the Ukraine and killed somebody. Like, that is not an excuse for the president to enlist the aid of a foreign government to meddle in our goddamn election. Sure. Right? That's not, that. there's a process. Yeah. This is not that process. If Biden behaved poorly, if Biden is, is a shithead, if Biden protected his son who had shady business dealings sure. or whatever, yeah. if any of that happened, all of that should be investigated, but it is an entirely separate issue. Yeah. You can't go two wrongs make a right. Oh, absolutely not. You teach that to little kids, yeah. really little kids. Yeah. You teach two wrongs don't yeah. make a right sure. to. Yeah. Because it was true. It's, if it's true when you're seven, yeah. it's true when you're 70. Sure. Absolutely. I totally agree. But I also don't, I also think like anybody on my side that does anything wrong and there's a possibility yeah. of an investigation and they actually did something wrong. Sure. Let's investigate them. You know, because here's the thing. You don't know until you actually do the investigation. Is that what an investigation is for? Turns out. It's to investigate, to find things out that you didn't know ahead of time? Huh, weird. Well, so, all right. So, uh, we know that aid was withheld. So, aid to the Ukraine was withheld. That's not at issue, right? right? So, but Trump's rationale for why he withheld the aid has already understandably changed. So, here's a clip of this. This is what CNN put together for this in particular. We want to make sure that country is honest. It's very important to talk about corruption. If you don't talk about corruption, why would you give money to a country that you think is, is corrupt? One of the reasons the new president got elected is he was going to stop corruption. So this is the second. Now, now he's going to play the second clip. This is the second day. So that was the first day was against corruption. My complaint has always been, and I withhold again, and I'll continue to withhold until such time as Europe and other nations contribute to Ukraine because they're not doing it. Just to United States, we're putting up the bulk of the money. And I'm asking, why is that? So the difference in the two is, one, he, the first day he's talking about corruption, the second day he changes his tune to, I withheld it because other people weren't giving I, money. I love the second reason, it's my favorite reason, because it's not like he withheld it until Europe paid in too. Right. If that were true, sure. we'd still be withholding that money. Yeah. We just, yep. you're just like tickling it a little just to see if you'll respond. Like, let me just rub <laughs> at the tip a little bit and kind of, let me wet my finger yeah. and fucking give it a swirly. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah. What the fuck? Like, well, I, I would, I would Wait, hold that it again. Something? <laughs> well, let me write that down. Wet finger, give swirly. You're gonna, you're gonna swirly. Not, not the ear. Counterclockwise. Counterclockwise. <laughs> <laughs> ladies, ladies, I want you to send me a message. Counterclockwise or clockwise? <laughs> 
<laughs> is this a donut Danish issue? It's a donut, donut Danish issue. It's a donut Danish issue. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, no, you're right. It's like it's it's the exact. Yeah, but but they don't. They didn't no. give any money after right. that. Just like, so you're like that couldn't have been the reason because if that were the reason, you wouldn't have given the money. Right. Right. Because that still hasn't. He's yeah. like, I would do it again. If the same preconditions, which are current conditions, are like, what the fuck is wrong? Get the fuck out of here. Uh, and then I want to play this. This is this is Trump talking after the fact. This is him at a private event, and they play this. They, they recorded this. Somebody recorded this, and it's fucking amazing. But basically, that person never saw the report, never saw the call, meaning never saw the call, heard something, and decided that... He or she, whoever the hell it is, sort of like almost a spy. I want to know who's the person that gave the whistleblower? Who's the person that gave the whistleblower the information? Because that's close to a spy. You know what we used to do in the old days when we were smart, right? The spies and treasons. We used to handle it a little differently than we do now. Oh, how do we handle it? Yeah. How do we handle it? We used to kill him, it turns out. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least impeach him. So I, I love a guy that talks exactly <laughs> like a mobster. Right? Like all the time. We used to do some a little different. You hey, know what I mean? You know, we used to say, hey, forget about it. And then we come back and we light their fucking face on fire. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and get in the car? We can go for a little ride, huh? Hey. We'll sort it out. We'll figure it gun, out when we get there. Take the cannoli. You know what I mean? <laughs> We'll and take, if you want to take the cannoli, <laughs> you can go to adamandeve.com, type in Gloria Checkout, get a bunch of extra stuff, free shipping, and 50% off almost any item. Gloria Checkout, adamandeve.com. So I want to talk about this other thing here. This is a tweet, uh, Greta Thornburg's tweet or Thunberg's tweet. Um, he, afterwards, after her impassioned speech, she basically said, you know, like, we're at, like at a mass in- extinction at this point. And she was like on the verge of tears giving this speech. Yeah, she was right. really impassioned. And he he tweets an image of this, like a, like a video of this. And he says, quote, she seems like a very happy young girl looking forward to a bright and wonderful future. So nice to see. Well, yeah, it's a bright future because we got rid of the ozone layer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real fucking bright. I mean, not a safe bright, right. but definitely a bright. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When the, when the Holocaust, when the nuclear Holocaust happens, that's going to be bright. Too, and you like, know, this is, honey. You need to be quiet. Let the adults talk in the room. That's what this is. Yeah, this is mean and sarcastic yeah. because she is not in this moment. Yeah. being bright and happy. She yeah. is in this moment being the very opposite of that. Yeah. So he is being a shitty, sarcastic dickhead to her. Yeah. And I love that she responded in kind by changing her Twitter bio yeah. to a bright and happy young girl looking forward to a happy, or like, yeah, she, she basically a yeah, bright yeah. happy young girl looking forward to a bright and happy uh, future. Or yeah, a happy young girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she took his words and turned them into her bio. Like, yeah. she's like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck me, fuck you. How yeah. about that? The other thing too, and I just want to remind people of this, and I know it's something that that is is so overblown with this president that we seem to forget. But think about how unfucking presidential it is. Oh my god! You know he he acts like this all the time, and we we seem to forget it. And it feels like this is like the new normal, but this is not normal. These people shouldn't. This shouldn't be the way in which we communicate. You know what I mean? I like, know, but like, do you remember at his rally when a baby cried? And he's like, ah, oh, it's all right. I love babies. And the cry, baby cried again. He's like, nah, I'm kidding. Get that baby out of here. Yeah. Like, 
it's not surprising that this is how he behaves. He's a guy who mocks disabled people. Yeah. Oh yeah. In front of us. I don't. Like, I don't. I, it's not a surprise. I, no, I know it's yeah. not. I'm just it's like it's so wrong. Yeah. It's so unbelievably wrong that like it strains your credulity to see it. Yeah. And the last thing is, he, he, well, there's two things here. This he, is just crazy. One, he throws tre- tre- uh, Pence under the bus, but I don't know. You also heard him say that Nancy Pelosi's no longer the Speaker of the House. Did you hear this one? What? No way. She is the Speaker of the House. What are you saying right now? What is going on? I read the news every day. When they look and when you see what's happening, people are really angry at Democrats. They're really angry at the Democrat Party. And things like, as an example, drug pricing, getting drugs down, things like gun safety, infrastructure. The Democrats can't talk about that because they've been taken over by a radical group of people. And Nancy Pelosi, as far as I'm concerned, unfortunately, she's no longer the Speaker of the House. Thank you very much. What what does that even mean? It's not how any of this works, by the way. As far as I'm concerned, you're not even you're not even here, Cecil. (laughs) As far as I'm concerned, I can fly. The Speaker of the House is the Speaker of the House. Like, you have no say in that. Like, the House is the one who makes that decision. You know what? You're fired. Uh, Wait, what? I I don't don't fucking work for you. I said you're fired. That's what I do over my whole life, just firing people. Pack up your shit. Get the fuck out of here. But this isn't even your workplace. (laughs) I I hope you like... (laughs) You don't even work here. Uh, but, But he said that this week, and then he also was like... He also tweeted out something like, all caps, we need to like protect ourselves against the Democrats. I'm sure you saw this one uh-huh. too. Yeah. And then he also threw pens under the bus. This is the weirdest thing. So this is from the Raw story, but I checked and it's real. Um, and I had to double check it because I'm like, ah, oh, the Raw story. But like, yeah, all right. So here's what he, he said, like in this press conference, quote, and the Democrats did this hoax during the United Nations week. It was perfect because- the way it takes away from the tremendous achievements we've taken care of doing that we're involved in in New York at the United Nations. I think that's a sentence. Impeachment for what? When you have a wonderful meeting or you have a wonderful phone conversation? And I think you should ask for VP Pence's conversation because he had a couple of conversations also. (laughs) But the the word is... Well, why would you do... Hold on, I'm just gonna... I gotta pause. Yeah, we gotta stop there. Why would you... Why, like, if you, why, why? I don't, I can't, why would you do this? Why would you be like, if you hate me, you'd hate my good buddy. I'll tell you what, you think I fucked up. You should see what my fucking partner did. Cop finds the pot down your pants and you're like, you shouldn't look in my buddy's pants. Because <laughs> he had way more pot than I did. I bought it from him. <laughs> he sells me the pot. Oh, right, now we're both going to jail. I think that's how that works. I thought if, some, if I did something wrong, but you did something wronger, then I didn't do a wrong thing. So, Tom, right now, our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. And, and AdamandEve.com, I just want to mention, if you like to fuck. If you don't. Really? Yeah. But if you like huh. to fuck and yeah. you like to get fucked, AdamandEve.com is a great sponsor for this show because they provide oils and lubes and things to fuck with and things to get fucked with and things to put on stuff and things to put under stuff, <laughs> things to put around stuff. I mean, you basically can pack that shit in airtight wherever you want. <laughs> And the nice thing is with the uh, code GLORY at checkout, you won't get fucked on the price. Exactly. Because <laughs> you get 50% off almost any item at adamandeve.com. You get a ton of free gifts. You get free DVDs or something for you, something for her. 
something for both of you guys. No sex swing right now. Yeah, no sex, no swing. sex swing. But free shipping. Free so shipping. We get to swing it out to you that way <laughs> instead. You get free. All you have to do is enter Gloria at checkout. You'll get all that stuff. And fucking has never been so fun. Uh, right wing watch. Dave Dobbenmeyer, the devil is using Billie Eilish to steal our children. This is Dave Dobbenmeyer. Billie Eilish. 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 <laughs> Dave Dobbenmeyer. Dave Dubin Duber. <laughs> Dabin Dobbin Muber Burber. Bibbid Dibbid Duber. 365. 451 million views. What did, how many? Did he just say 365, 365 451? What? Uh, what did he say? Is that even a number? 365, 451 million views. Nope. That's not, <laughs> not a number. 365, nope. 451. Is that like a football play? <laughs> like what the numbers, fuck? numbers, numbers, business and numbers. numbers three sixty-five, three sixty-five, four thirty-one, four thirty-one. Mike, <laughs> you see that, folks? The devil is out of the bottle. He's out. Of was he in a bottle? He was it's a genie. Like <laughs> the devil the the de is gonna come. I'll out. tell you what. If the devil's a genie. I will make some wishes, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> what the fuck? I will rub that thing. What the fuck? I'll rub myself on the devil. Are you kidding me? Of the bottle, and our children are watching it. You with me? No. Wait. Nobody is with you. The devil's out of the bottle, and our children are watching it? <laughs> what? what the the devil's come out of the bottle? <laughs> is he, like, coming out all weird, like a Nine Inch Nails video? He's like, <laughs> he's, like, moving all strange and, like, fast and slow, and it's black and white. And there's, like, a there's horse like, head in the corner. For some and, reason, there's, like, maggots eating yeah. a raccoon. Just, just like, what? This fucking, what? what? Hey, devil, will you just decide to get in or out of the bottle? Look, I'm not heating the outside of the bottle, devil. you got to decide either. You're in or you're out of the bottle. He like comes out and he's the shape of the bottle. He's like, <laughs> like a cartoon. Just like. It's like one of those old Popeye cartoons where Popeye gets put in the bottle and his face is a bottle for the rest of the episode. Do you understand what's going on? Do you understand why we're playing patty cake in church and arguing over the rapture and not the rapture and over once saved, always saved while we're inside the church fighting back and forth over meaningless drivel. Over yeah. Oh, you don't have to tell me twice, Dave. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I'll, here's what I'll do, buddy. I won't go. <laughs> <laughs> I promise not to think about it anymore, no. Dave. How's that? Hebrew and hermeneutics and end time theology. The devil is stealing our children. 451 million views. I think he's just jealous. He is so, so worked up right now. Just jealous. What are his views, Cecil, on his YouTube page? Oh, you're going to make me look at it? Yeah. I Okay. Real quick. Over under 451 million. What's the... <laughs> I just I don't know what your thought is. I before you navigate over, uh, I'm going under. I just like that's why. How go. much though? Okay, um, 451 million views. They're mostly 400, four to 500. Tom. Yeah. So, so he's just he's jealous. Significantly less than Billy Eilish. Uh, a few less. <laughs> a few less. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe that's undeserved. Um. Yeah. Not undeserved. Maybe he's the bad guy. Some 14 year old girl. Now, I'm going to ask yourself this. I'm going to ask yourself this. Okay. What is he going to ask yourself, Tom? I don't know because that's not how you put words together. Is he going to pass the salt to yourself? I'm going to oh. ask yourself this, Cecil. That's what I'm going to do. Bob Dole wouldn't even say that. <laughs> <laughs>
Do you think she did it on her own? Is somebody pounding on the door? He's he's pounding on his desk, and you also hear a Windows notification here. Do you think she did it on her own? You think Billy Eilish came up with this idea on her own? The idea to sing songs? Well, she certainly had a lot of fucking people to look at in the world that also sing songs. How fucking condescending is that too, right? Where you're just like, <laughs> did you think of that? Anything. Did you think of that all on your own or did the devil help you with it? Right. Or like, is it also possible that like, let's be real, like nobody does anything yeah, entirely right. on sure. their own. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of things happen because of a set of, a series of like happenstance, yeah. talent, work and connections. Sure. Uh, well, that's more complicated than <laughs> the devil. The devil. Unless the devil is your agent and he does all those right, things yeah, for you. All right, you got that. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I want the devil to be our agent for cognitive dissonance. Holy shit. Not only is it great marketing for the devil. It's true. But it's also it also would help us out because then you could do the rub his belly and get three wishes or whatever. What would be, what would be your first wish? Uh, first, Obviously more devils. More devils. More that's devils. The that's, that's, the whole, sorry. I mean, there would, be, there would not be an empty hole in Glory Hole Studios <laughs> if we just filled it with devils. <laughs> You think this imagery and these songs and these videos, you think she just kind of did it on her own in her basement like me? No, of course not. No, she, she has 451 million. She had a record contract. <laughs> and she had people behind her. And right. She had like a, an entire studio that helped her do that stuff because yeah. that's what happens when you become famous that's and all. you get paid for it. Yeah. And when you have like talent, you don't have to work out of your basement. Yeah. It turns you know, out. Yeah. Turns right. out. Yeah. Where there are great forces of dark beyond what we can even. Wait, did he just admit he's in a basement? He looks like he's in like a field, like a, yeah, like he a plays stadium. Green screen. He looks like he's at a stadium. Yeah. He's been lying to me this whole time. I, Tom. I believed it. Oh, man. Here I thought they just let him in early. <laughs> to well, do he his, is a coach. He is a coach. And they're just like, whoever's a coach, as long as you do the secret coach handshake, you well, can I, come in and film your. 300 view podcast on the field <laughs> of random stadium here. He basically gets like the, 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 the prima nocta version of like <laughs> he gets stadium. To, he gets to, right. if they have, if they, if he cuts all the dandelions off, he deflowered the field. So. <laughs> Imagine that is full bore after our children. If they can't abort them. They're going to drug them. If they can't drug them. They're going to vaccinate them. <laughs> that came out of nowhere, I know, right? Like I, I wasn't expecting. I wasn't that. expecting the vaccination either. I was just like, "What now?" Uh, I was that that really that yeah. grabbed hold of me. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, and I mean, let's let's be real here, Dave. That's how we drug them is through the vaccination. vaccination. Yeah, come on, come on, get with it, Dave. Two birds, stupid. Duh. <laughs> They can't vaccinate them. They're going to indoctrinate them in school. If they can't, oh, indoctrinate them in school—that would be horrible. If someone indoctrinated someone at a young age before they had an opportunity to decide whether or not they believed a thing, that huh. would be terrible, man. Well, oh, God, okay, but isn't there? I see what you're oh, doing. Oh, wouldn't that be the worst, oh. Dave Dobbin? And <laughs> indoctrinate them in school. They're going to indoctrinate them through the media. They can't indoctrinate them through the media. They're going to. They're going to just make Billy Eilish have sex with them until they believe in the devil. <laughs> All right. So at what point are you swallowing the bird to catch the spider? <laughs> <laughs> Eventually the, the spider jumps in front of the fucking person trying to give you a vaccination. Like, no, <laughs> in the libraries and talk about homo sex folks, the assault on the American child is at an all time fever pitch. 
And from the church. Let me tell you, they are constantly raping children. Yeah, right. You need to get your kids away from the church because they're not safe there. At least not with an adult to supervise them with the priest. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a, 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 an adult that's not the adult that rapes. Yeah, the right. Kids. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that adult, you at can't this point, trust. the adults at the church need yeah. an adult. Yeah. We, maybe we should get rid of the church. <laughs> so we want to thank our newest patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons, and we want to invite all our patrons to go to this week's episode on Patreon and. If you're going to be in Chicago on the 7th, be, uh, join us for a pizza party here. But we uh, want to thank all our patrons, the newest patrons, specifically Jeff, Sloppy Nut Blaster, and Garrett. Sloppy Nut Blaster is the winner of the mug this week. So Sloppy Nut Blaster, send Ian at dissonancepod.com your address and where we can ship a mug to you. You want a citation needed mug. That means you have to download at least one of the shows. <laughs> <laughs> got a bunch of mail. We got a message from Jan who said that they really uh, liked us talking about the 1619 New York Times special issue. Um, the date 1619 is for the first Africans arriving in the English colonies. They were in Spanish-controlled Florida over 100 years earlier. So, um, so yeah, that it, we we did talk a little bit about um, uh, what the 1619 referred to, but yeah, it was it was in the English colonies, which right. eventually became America. <laughs> we got a message from uh, from Katie who said that Mary Kay is absolutely MLM. Um, Avon isn't as bad. Um, and you're right. You don't you don't buy your stuff outright. You you don't pay for it. But it is still a multi level marketing because you're constantly trying to get other people to buy it, sort of like from you or through you in right. some way. So it is still multi level marketing. You're just not you're just not uh, stocking the 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 merchandise yourself. But uh, but you are still pressuring all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> it still it still turns your you into a salesperson for the company. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. We got an interesting message from Dave, uh, and Dave said that. Um, we were talking about being victims of our own success when it came to uh, to vaccinations and uh, a few other things. And and he said, you know, transportation is also one of those things. It looks, you yeah. know, we we have this amazing transportation system in our country, but we don't pay enough money to upkeep it. Like the upkeep on that is just an immense amount of money. I don't know, man. I'm kind of glad because everything is under construction all the time. And if we funded all the construction projects, we would just like, there would be no end to so. What I'm kidding. You'd never move. I'm kidding. You'd never you know, move. <laughs> it is it is amazing how bad the roads have gotten in the last 10 years. Like the roads have gotten like in some places they're dangerous to drive through. Like the potholes, the waviness, the craziness. Right. right. When I drive, I drive it's a, it's a long drive for me to get from my home to the city. So I drive through a lot of different areas. I drive through expressways and suburban side streets yeah, and yeah. city side streets. So kind of get like a, a, a nice flavor of the whole thing. Sure, sure. The last few years, the wintertime has been buck fucking wild driving. Yeah. Like there's the roads are just like wavy and full of ice and well, like crazy. And here in in this part of the country, we experience the biggest shifts. So we get ultra cold, we get a lot of wet, we get it super hot. And so like we constantly have the roads are constantly moving yeah. and shifting, and we get the worst potholes out here because of the 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 plows that go by and they tear up the, the right. concrete and whatnot. Um, you know, you go down to, you know, down South and I've, I've, I've had this experience when I've been on interstates in other places in the country. And when you're driving painted on the interstate, like on the interstate itself is like a 
exit, but it'll say this is the this is the lane on the lane itself. It'll right. say for 65 yeah. or for 71 or whatever. You're driving and it's like, this is the lane you want to be in for that. It's super useful, but I also realized we could never do no. it here because <laughs> of the plows. You could just right. never do it here. We got a message from Jeff and Jeff wanted to tell us that he is a jeweler, a custom jeweler by trade. And he was excited when we talked about the topic of jewelry and gemstones. And he said that one of the things that you can do instead of buying gemstones that are mined is they are creating gemstones in the lab now that have, that are almost better, if not better than the uh, almost as good, or if not better than the mine gemstones and they're cheaper and they're ethical. And he said, you should just buy those. He's like, they're really good and they're really they're really great and they don't exploit people. And that's awesome. Yeah. You know, another option we didn't touch on last time is to buy jewelry used. Um, you know, when if you, if you always insist on buying something new, you're always getting a freshly created or mined diamond. But there is a tremendous amount of used jewelry out there that can be repurposed, sure. stones pulled out of yeah. it. You know, jewelry has a terrible resale value. So if you want to get a good rock out of something, you can buy it cheap, yeah. have the rock pulled out yeah. and have it recustom mounted. Yeah. That's another good option. Somebody already bought it, so they've taken all the sins from that thing being exploited. That's a good luck so, time because all the bad luck is out of it. bad now. luck's gone. That's why they <laughs> sold it, guys. They sold it because it was bad luck. And now is, you get it. It is sort of funny to think about. Like yeah. you buy like used jewelry. It's like, somebody doesn't love someone anymore. <laughs> Hey, I bought you this because uh, best case scenario, it's a corpse diamond, yeah. right? Like that's it. Like I just don't, I just don't get jewelry. Like for me, jewelry and my wife and I, both of us, we're just not just jewelry not people. Into it. Yeah. We're just not jewelry people. So like, like the only time I ever bought my wife diamonds was when I I, I, I proposed to her, right. and then after that, we've we've decided like she's even said to me like I I don't need that. Like she I don't, doesn't care. She for doesn't jewelry. care about yeah, it. So right. it's like we never. She doesn't own any diamonds. She doesn't own any expensive rocks. Like. She has a few pieces of like costume jewelry and that's, that's exactly yeah. where she wants to be. She's just not that. So we know I, it's not even a thing that would ever affect. I wouldn't buy a fucking chemically made diamond. Either. <laughs> like, I'm just saying it's not a thing I would buy, yeah. but some people like those right. things and they could buy them and, or they could just fund blood diamonds, whatever they want to do. You know, it's your dollar. You make your own decisions. Got a message from Jeff who said that Bioshock infinite happens to have a lot of ties and parallels to early Mormonism. Didn't realize didn't that. that. Although I did know they didn't like black people. So that, <laughs> that does check. That does check. We got a message, Tom, from a Christian. And he's talking about he's talking about uh, weapons and uh, he's also talking about violence. Yeah. And what, one of the points that Christian makes is, uh, he says, while tools matter, I think violence itself is in fact a social problem. Um, and, and I will say that, and I know you, you had several other points, Christian, but... Yeah, I, I totally agree that violence is a social problem. At the root and the and the systems, social systems that are in place that cause and, and exacerbate violence are the way to really solve those things. But the tools matter too. Yeah, he, said, he says, he yeah. says, while tools yeah. matter. Yeah, so we agree. Matter. we agree. I'm, I'm right we there agree. with you. Yeah. yeah, I'm right there with you because the tools are, the tools are the thing you can fix first. And the tools are important because those big giant social systems, they change really slow. Yeah. But, you know, you get rid of the ammunition for the guns, 
and people have to get stabby instead of shooty. Yeah. And that's a hell of a lot more work and it's a hell of a lot less efficient, yeah. which is why the military doesn't run around stabbing people anymore. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's a reason why we, we shift our, our technology to, to that. There's a yeah. reason why we shifted our technology to even just from muskets, like load, like right. front loading muskets to cartridge weapons. Yeah. You know, the difference in, in murdering capacity, if you look back then from the round ball to the Manet ball and then into cartridge weapons, mm-hmm. the amount of damage that you could do with each of those weapons. Just go back and look at how deadly battles started getting, right? The, the moment, because like, Civil War, cartridges started coming out in the Civil War. The cartridge weapons started coming out in the Civil War. And those, think of, just think of if you don't have to reload every yeah, time, right. right? If you don't have to reload every time and you could just move a lever and insert another round in the chamber, that suddenly makes you a thousand percent more deadly on the battlefield. It just, I mean, it just does. And we know this because, you know, look at what happens in China when somebody has a machete and they wound up hurting 10 people. And look at what happens when someone has an AR-15 in a school in our country and they kill 20 people in 30 seconds. It's it's so funny to me because I've heard... I've heard a number of times people say like, oh my gosh, this AR-15 is a great home defense weapon, right? And and, But but look, I'll concede that point. And then I would follow up and say, well, why is this a great home defense weapon? And then they would be forced to say, well, it's really good at killing people. Yeah. yeah. Right? Oh. Yeah. Well, then we've admitted that, like, this is a particularly well-suited gun for killing people. Yeah. It either is a great gun for home defense because it's good particularly so at killing people or it's no different than any other gun. Right. Right. That whole nonsense, you're like, ah, oh, it's no different than any other gun. Really? Then what makes it such a great gun for home defense? Yeah. Why is it any different? Then have your black powder. Go, oh, they're not actually equivalent? Yeah. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.